Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 11 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Andy Diamond, the president of Angry Crab Shack. And the Angry Crab Shack is a fun and casual occasion seafood restaurant offering high-quality seafood at an affordable price. The brand is print for national expansion and is ramping up franchising efforts across the United States. And we're going to talk to Andy about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 11 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Andy Diamond, the president of Angry Crab Shack. And Angry Crab Shack is a fun and casual vacation seafood restaurant offering high-quality seafood at an affordable price. Hi, Andy. How are you? Welcome to the show. Marty, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate this. Uh, this is my pleasure, Andy. We always like to ask our guests where you're calling from this morning. I'm calling you from beautiful, but soon to be very hot, Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> and I guess so. You're right. It is going to be very hot soon, isn't it? So I guess you could appreciate it now, oh, yeah. right? But uh, 
in another month or so, Andy, it is it is going to be brutal. But you know, it, it's such a beautiful part of the country. I've been out there before, and I, it's it's a wonderful place. So I, I think that's fantastic. You know, our guests are probably saying it. They're saying, okay, what is Angry Crab Shack? I mean, by for one, I mean it's a great name. And I, I just had to tell you before I even started the show that, that you know, crab is my favorite food. So I had made sure I ate a big breakfast this morning because I said I'm going to be hungry after speaking to you. But <laughs> what is Angry Crab Shack, Andy? How do you describe it to our listeners? Well, you know, at, at the introduction of the show, you kind of said it perfect. It's a full-service, casual uh, seafood mm-hmm. concept. Uh, yeah. What we specialize in is Cajun seafood boil, and it's mm-hmm. flavored with our signature sauces. It's just, it sounds like, though, you know, when I was going through the website, you know, watching some videos, Andy, I mean, Angry Crab Shack, to me, it sounds more also like an experience, and, and that's what that your customers are getting when they come into an Angry Crab Shack, aren't they? Uh, a- absolutely, and we actually refer to uh, customers and consumers as our guests. You know, we're inviting mm-hmm. them into our home, and that's the way that uh, we are treating them uh, once they walk through the doors of Angry Crab Shack. That's fantastic. I know, you know, when I was reading um, about Angry Crab Shack earlier on last week, Andy, you know, I, I see that, you know, I mean, the company is certainly planning on, you know, expanding, you know, throughout the United States. I mean, are there any locations opening in, in, in 2008? You know, what are the plans for the future? Yeah, Marty, you know, our founder, Ron Liu, uh, founded Angry Crab Shack in 2013 uh, mm-hmm. in Mesa, Arizona. You know, who would have thought that, you know, in a short uh, four or five years, we'd have grown to six locations in Arizona, and our first franchise opened in Tucson last year. But uh, the plans are not to stop. We have two more Arizona franchise locations opening up in 2018, one probably towards the end of the or the beginning of the third quarter of this year, and then another one sometime in the fourth quarter of this year. Uh, and then after that, it's, you know, it's national expansion. We're targeting first you know, although it's nationwide, we are targeting, you know, the southwest areas near us, your Salt Lake mm-hmm. City, Utah's, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Las Vegas, uh, Denver, Colorado, uh, and you know, Nebraska. Right. That would make sense. How do you, you know, if you were at a, a franchise show, Andy, you know, I, and, you know, the typical question always seems to be, I'm, I'm going to go to one in New York. I think it's next week. But, you know, a lot of times when prospective franchisees come up to the booth, they always ask the same typical question. They say, you know, what is the Angry Crab Shack? I mean, how, how do you describe it to prospective franchisees? Is it in the same manner as you would describe it to a, a, a consumer? Well, you know, you know, it's a little different, but it, it is the same, right? I mean, when you're mm-hmm. talking to a potential franchise owner, and it's another distinguishment that we have, uh, franchisees we like to call franchise owners because they do own a right. business, and we do look at them as our business partner. You know, we're both uh, in it together, and we want to make sure that they are successful. Their success is our success, and our success mm-hmm. will be their success. Uh, but, you know, so when talking to a potential franchise owner, I, you know, I tell them it's a family-oriented restaurant. Uh, we cater to everyone for every occasion, whether it be Mother's Day, Father's Day, Valentine's Day, uh, work events, birthdays, anniversaries. Uh, you're just going to see a lot of groups in Angry Crab Shack eating, having a good time. You're right. It is, it is a dining experience. It's a destination right. restaurant. Uh, you're going to get an affordable, high-quality meal. And trust me, the dining experience is unique, um, and it's entertaining. 
What, what do you look for? I mean, you get to go into a lot of angry grab shots, Andy. I mean, if, if you and I right. were to go into one right now, I mean, what would you recommend to me to, to, to get? I mean, I looked at the menu, by the way, and I wouldn't even know where to begin because I, I, I would want to eat all of it. But what, what do you typically recommend right. or what do you, you like to get when you go into one? Well, you know, we do specialize in the Cajun seafood boil, uh, as I'm yeah. sure you saw on the menu. And mm-hmm. uh, what that is, to people that don't know, it's your shrimp, it's your king crab, yeah. it's your snow crab, it's your lobster, your dungeness crab. Crawfish is very popular, obviously, during certain times of wow. year. Yeah. Uh, but, but what it is, is it's boiled seafood that is flavored in a buttery uh, signature sauce that uh, has Cajun, we call Cajun agent spices, your lemon right. uh, pepper, your garlic, your Cajun. And then you can spice it up as, as high as you want, you know, go from what we call wimpy, which is really no spice at all, all the way to <laughs> right. uh, the Carolina Reaper, uh, which wow. I do not uh, suggest uh, you <laughs> on your first visit. No, um, but all these, you know, the, the seafood is, uh, is all in a bag and combined with all the sauces to soak up all the flavor. And it's just brought to your table, and there's really no rules. Uh, your wow. your your table is the plate, and your hands are your knife and fork. What do you What do you typically look for then, Andy? You know, in in your franchisees, are there any type of characteristics, traits, or maybe even like experience that you look for that you think would uh, be a good match uh, for Angry Crab Jack? Uh, yeah, I would say it would fall into two categories. Uh, first, obviously, you got your existing franchise owners. Um, right. You know, these are people that may own burger places. They may own pizza places. They may own uh, barbershops, things outside the mm-hmm. restaurant industry. But they're looking for something to expand their portfolio. And, of course, they're going yeah. to want a smart investment, which we think Angry Crab is a smart investment. But then you also have some, you know, just foodies, people that love seafood. And when you walk into right. an Angry Crab, you'll see, you'll get this energy of this unique dining experience. And it's really a simple setup. So, you know, people that kind of understand that and understand food and understand a simple restaurant operation uh, would make sense too. Uh, we definitely want people that have restaurant experience and some sort of management experience. And, and I mean, this is a business. Uh, so mm-hmm. having business experience and kind of a business acumen. Uh, but the one thing you got to have is passion. I mean, you really right. do. You got to have a passion for food. You got to have a passion yeah. for entertainment. You got to have a passion for running the business. This is your business. Um, right. You know, if there are people like myself that wanted to get out of corporate America, uh, that I could have a flexible schedule, kind of be my own boss. And, you know, uh, if I wanted to cut out early to go to a baseball game one day, I'm going to go do that because I can go do that. Um, of course, right. And in the end, you know, in the end, this is a business and people that want financial gain, you know, they want to say, Hey, this is a great investment and I want to benefit from it. I mean, people that identify in your crab shack is a smart investment. Those are the people we want too. What is the, the training like, Andy? I mean, once you do decide, you know, that you like them, they like you and they do want to come on board as, as a franchisee uh, do, for the training, do they come out to headquarters then? Is that where it takes typically takes place? Uh, yeah, yes, they do. They'll come and spend at least some time as what we call the mothership, which was the original restaurant that was opened in Mesa, Arizona in 2013. But they're going to spend time at uh, a few Angry Crab Shacks because we want them to understand that although a building may look different, it's still going to look the same, and the operations are still the same. And uh, one of the things that uh, is unique about Angry Crab Shack, I think, is that we've gone into old restaurants, old bars, pizza places, Mexican places. Uh, So we're able to look at a restaurant – I mean, the the last one, the last franchisee that just – or franchise owner that just signed with us, it's an old Applebee's. 
you know, and as long as you can go in there and you can visualize what the restaurant is, you you know, we don't pigeonhole you into something like, well, it's got to look like this and it's got to be, you know, this size and it's got to be this shape. It's like, hey, if we can turn this into an angry crab shack environment, uh, we'll do it. So we want you to get a sense of all the different types of buildings that we use. Uh, You're going to go through a two-week training period. Now, what we like to do is we like to bring in the operating partner, the general mm-hmm. manager and the kitchen manager for this two-week period, they're going right. to go through the same corporate training that all our corporate managers go through. Uh, they're going to spend time in the kitchen. They're going to spend time with the host, the busser, the servers. They're going to be able to learn and do every single job aspect in the Angry Crab Shack restaurant. Uh, but it doesn't stop there. We're also going to have classroom time, and you're going to learn about the culture of Angry Crab Shack and the history of Angry Crab Shack. And this is going to be conducted by our founder, Ron Liu. He's very integral in operations. Wow. You wouldn't know, wouldn't know it. You could walk to an Angry Crab Shack and you could see some guy. You're not going to miss him. Uh, Ron Liu's a former NFL player. Uh, he played yeah, with the Houston that. Oilers and the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, he, he, you could see him walking around and changing paper, bussing tables, uh, seeing wow. guests. So uh, you may not know that you're – you know, that he is the founder of Angry Crab Shack, and that's just kind of, you know, how we are. So he's going to be conducting these classrooms. I will personally be conducting uh, classroom workshops on, you know, uh, P&L analysis and forecasting and purchasing and inventory. But we're also going to bring in our vendors to help you. Our food vendors and our marketing vendors are going to be there to go over specifics with you and what their role is. Uh, Basically, we want everyone that comes into Angry Crab, we want to give them everything that they need to be successful in running an Angry Crab Shack. Um, But, of course, the training doesn't stop after those two weeks. Uh, Mm -hmm. We're all about continuous improvement. So we're going to be down at your grand opening. We're going to be helping you through the steps, whether it be real estate help or uh, design help in the restaurant. We're going to be there for you every step of the way. And then once you're open, Angry Crab Shack is all about continuous improvement. So we're going to be looking for new processes, and we're going to be looking for new menu items. And so that training is going to be constant um, as we go through this journey together. I was reading about uh, Ron Liu early uh, this morning, Andy. You know, and I, it was it was impressive. You know, it's for, for one, it's interesting. You know, how many NFL football players? You know, I've, I've interviewed over the last you know like twelve years. It's interesting how many of them go into um, you know franchising. But I, one thing I didn't realize about him is I think they said like he had like something like thirty-five years experience, uh, you know, of serving seafood. And I said, wow. I mean, in addition to you know, you think he was playing football his whole life, but um, I mean, he had some great he had some great experience too. That you know, in, in coming up with this concept. And I thought that was impressive, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Ron Liu is a unique individual. Just like Angry Crab Shack's unique experience, so is Ron Liu. I mean, he played under the legendary, great Frank Cush, uh, one of the great uh, wow. college football coaches in the history of yeah. the NCAA, but definitely the, uh, the most known one at Arizona State University. And he played mm-hmm. with uh, a lot of people will know the name Danny White, who was the quarterback mm-hmm. of the Dallas Cowboys. Right. Uh, he played, and I've fortunately been able to meet a gentleman by Michael named Michael Haynes, who's a Super Bowl-winning uh, cornerback and a Hall of Famer uh, with the Oakland Raiders. So me as wow. a sports fan, meeting some of the people yeah. through him, the people I get to talk to, trust me, it's, it's, it's been a fun experience. But Ron, as soon as he got out of college, he went to work for himself. I mean, he started at home, wow. literally started at Home Depot. And then he's like, you know what? I want to get out and I want to do my own thing. And he started in the restaurant business. 
and his family's uh he grew up his family was in the produce business so he knew right. some things about food and he just continually learns and learns and he's still learning and you still that's see him great. on the internet learning new processes processes and procedures that's wonderful we um you know my frustration in living out here in eastern pennsylvania Andy, is, you know, we don't have a lot of seafood places to really, you know, choose from, you know, but of course, you know, there are, you know, other concepts, you know, I guess in your industry, one of the questions you might get, you know, is what makes Angry Crab Shack, you know, different from other concepts in your industry? Yeah, trust me, when we opened Angry Crab Shack in Arizona, people like, well, it's Arizona, how are you going to get good seafood? Well, we and we do because we call Boston for the lobsters. And we call Seattle and Portland for the Dungeness crab. And we make sure we get our crawfish from the Gulf and the blue crab from the Gulf. And we make sure that we're sourcing the highest quality seafood. Our king crab and uh, snow crab is coming from, you know, the Bering Strait up there, you know, Alaska and and Russia um, and the waters up there. So we make sure that we have the freshest and the most, you know, and the highest quality uh, ingredients. Uh, Right. You know, something – that I think, you know, was established very early on was our culture. And you've heard me say guest versus customer and franchise mm-hmm. owner, you know, versus franchisee. And, you know, just little things like that, I think, make a difference. Uh, when Angry Crab Shack started, the culture kind of morphed. Uh, a lot of it came from the first employees that we hired. And there's still some people that still work for us uh, that were some of the first hires that we had at Angry wow. Crab Shack. So that's something. When you get people that were some of the original employees help train some of the newer employees, that culture gets passed on. So there's a lot of history and a lot of things that made us successful that have stayed within the company as we've grown. What's I mean? You're, you're the president of, of the company, and so I can ask you. I mean, if right. you can look into a crystal ball, then I mean, like maybe like three to five years down the road. I mean, where do you see the organization? Well, I, I think there's a little bit of room for growth in Arizona. Uh, there's some places mm-hmm. in Yuma. I mean, not too much. I mean, you know, we have seven right now uh, right. with two more coming. I would think maybe you could maybe get to 12 or 13 in, in Arizona, but we don't want to oversaturate our market. But so the right. focus really is on expanding outside of Arizona. And we've been gearing up for the last year uh, with some great people uh, over at, you know, uh, Fishman PR company out of Chicago, um, right. as well as uh, – some some local PR people that we deal with, but uh, I, I'm not putting any limits on what we can do. I mean, that's one thing right. that that I've learned is like why, why cap it. Now we want to grow, you know, at a successful rate, but I'm not just gonna you know say oh no 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 no. Uh, anytime the franchise owner comes to us and says we want to put something mm-hmm. in place, we're gonna help research it with them to see if that place makes sense. So right. I'd love to be all the way in Atlanta. I'd love to be in Nashville. I'd love to be in my wow. hometown of Kansas City, uh, Las Vegas. There's, there's, I'd love to get in the next three to five years, I'd love to get somewhere between you know, 80 and 100 locations uh, across the nation because our business model, it's simple. It's simple interiors. Right, right. It's simple kitchen operations. The initial investment is a lot lower than I think what you get with other franchise concepts. Now, obviously, I can't speak to other franchise concepts. I can only speak to, you know, our own. But when you have a, that low investment with the high potential for sales, it's just Angry Crab is just a franchise-friendly concept. And you know, you use it's interesting in, in interviewing you, Eddie. You know, you use the word you know several times. You know, is is simple. You know, and, and it, it kind of it makes me right. realize that you know your concept 
is is certainly franchisable, you know, because that's one of the keys to franchising, isn't it? You know, is the simplicity. You know, you can duplicate your concept again, whether it is in Arizona or whether it's in Philadelphia or whether it's in, you know, anywhere. You know, I, I mean, it's it's the simplicity, and that's the beauty of it, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. If you're not able to pass on your processes uh, to other people, then what good are those right. processes? And the simpler, you know, the better. Uh, there's no reason to complicate things uh, if you don't need to, right? Like this is simple. You right. come in, you order your food, you know, you, you eat it, you enjoy it. Uh, right. Before you leave, you, you, you tag our walls. I don't know if you saw in the pictures of Angry Crab Shack the mm-hmm. tagging and graffiti that it looks like yeah. graffiti all over the walls. The interiors are hung in groups. And cool. people, this is one thing that just kind of morphed. People just started, it's like, hey, can I get a pin to sign your wall? Sure. And now it's just like, <laughs> you'll never know what you'll see on the walls. It's, 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 it's great. And it's really a great way for our customers to come in, or I'm sorry, our guests to come in and really leave their mark yeah. and feel a part of the restaurant. Yeah, and that's what kind of separates one from the other, I guess, is because the graffiti is always going to be a little bit different in a different location. You <laughs> right. know? So, but but the, right. the concept is, is, is always the same, so that that's fantastic. What's the best way for our listeners, Andy, to get more information on Angry Crab Shack as a franchise opportunity and, and, and even the, the, the restaurant itself? Are there any websites that you'd like them to go to to check it out? Sure. Well, of course you can see uh, everything about Angry Crab Shack on angrycrabshack.com. Uh, okay. But then we have a separate website. Now, you can get to this website from the original website. There's a link. Okay. But if you just want to learn about franchising, you can go to angrycraftfranchise.com. And that will have all the contact information. It'll give you some numbers. It'll give you a little bit of what we're about. It'll introduce you to our team and give you a lot of information so where you can start this uh, franchising process. That's fantastic, and I hope you, you 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 consider coming to the Philadelphia area soon. You know, because I say that'll be fantastic. You know, because I think people are always a little bit willing to to travel further to go to a seafood place than if it was a pizza place. You know what I mean? That you know they're willing to you know make that a little extra journey. You know, um, so I I think that's fantastic. Marty, you're, you're you're absolutely right. I was just at in our Peoria location on Saturday. And there were guests that came in, and they came up to us and wanted to tell us how great the food was. And they had hoped it would be this great because they had traveled from Flagstaff, which is about an hour and a half to two hours north. They drove just for our seafood. And when you know people are doing that, you want to make sure that you're making their travel worthwhile. And you want to make sure that they have that awesome experience. That's fantastic. Well, I've really enjoyed talking to you today, Andy, and I'd already like to invite you back as as you continue to grow because I think Angry Crab Jack has a, a great franchise opportunity. I like the simplicity of the model and, of course, the product itself I think is fantastic. So, uh, you know, I'd already like to invite you back as you continue to grow because I think this is great. Mario, I would love to come on anytime. And, of course, I'm going to invite you, if you like baseball, if you like sports, uh, I do. Come on down to Arizona. I, I would do it in the February, March, April time period, <laughs> but I would Good love advice. for you to be one of uh, our guests and uh, experience Angry Crab for what it is. That's fantastic. It was great talking to you today, Andy, and we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Are you looking for a franchise that delivers? 
businesses will always need shipping. And for more than 25 years, loyal customers have depended on Unishippers for reliable savings and exceptional customer service. Unishippers is focused on just one thing, helping small and medium-sized businesses save time and money on all their shipping needs. And as the largest reseller of complete shipping services in the country, we have the buying power to ensure that we succeed. The Unishippers franchise offers low startup costs, no equipment or real estate required because they're not retail, residual income, and a quality of life and work-life balance. For more information on becoming a Unishippers franchisee, go to www.unishippers.com and click Franchise Opportunities or call Franchise Development at 801-708-5822. That's 801-708-5822. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising. For each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews now over 8 years and over 400 shows and during that time we've had some incredible quotes on our show. Today you're going to get to hear from Chris Simic who is the founder of FranchiseTeacher.com and Chris has over 30 years of business and franchise experience as an independent business owner, franchisee, and a franchisor. And Chris said something very profound that we haven't heard on our show in over eight years. He mentioned that you have to almost work harder to fail at franchising than to succeed in franchising, and he explains why. Most people, about 90% I think I've seen, buy a business other than they first looked at. Wow, that's amazing. So that's we interesting, isn't it? I mean, that's, that's a big number, too, isn't it, Chris? You know, that you know, most people, they go in with these certain expectations and they come out with, with, with something different, you know, and, and I find that fascinating. I absolutely, it, it never ceases to astound me, but I think that speaks to the, to the, uh, the value of franchising as a, as a business model and a business method because right. people don't have to uh, be in something just because they know it. And quite candidly, sometimes... Getting involved in a business that you would rather do that you were not involved in allows you the the luxury of taking uh, a new career path and to develop something you never would have had the opportunity to had it not been you know systematized and prioritized for you. You know, in franchising, it's said that you have to really almost work harder to fail than to succeed because if you have a good franchise system, right. if you follow directions, you have to almost purposely not follow them to not do well. That's true. That's fantastic. We have this this great quote in franchising. I, I think we're going to put that one in there, Chris. I, I think that's very original and, and it's it's very true. What advice would you give to our listeners? You know, we find that most of them they're just beginning their search to buy a franchise, Chris. And we find that you know most of them just simply they, they don't even know where to begin, like you were saying. What advice would you give to them? 
I, I do, um, when I speak to people looking at franchises, I, I give them three different pieces of advice. One, make sure you're looking for business for the right reason. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have things happen in their life. They lose a job or something happens, and they react and, and maybe say, well, okay, maybe I'll go buy a business. That may not be the, the reason to do it versus having the luxury selectivity that here's my opportunity that was yeah. created by some adversity. Second thing is that they have to make sure that they are – able to be franchisees, uh, that not everybody is designed to be able to, to follow the systems procedures and, 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 the, and the processes it takes to be a successful franchise owner. And then I tell them quite candidly is pick a couple of the industries and the price ranges uh, that, that may have interest to you and then kind of pin down from there, either using the resources of a, uh, a consultant or a, bro- or a broker or, or a team member or, or on their own, either way. But I think that if they, if they take their time, follow the steps, and do it for the right reasons, uh, they'll be on a much smoother pathway uh, to, to success in, in, in owning their own business. That's well said. What's what's in the future then for a franchise teacher, Chris? I mean, where do you see the company three to five years down the road? Well, Marty, we've been uh, extremely fortunate, and blessed that the the business has 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 been around, you know, through Century Franchise Group for many years, and our new franchise teacher dot uh, com has, has taken off. We're representing right now, uh, you know, seven uh, plus brands. I think in five years, our, our focus will really be even more fine tuned. As the as the consumer or the prospective uh, business owner is looking for more and more specific information, breaking down the teach, coach, consult, and advise, I think will be um, will be a way for us to assist people in what they need. You know, people again don't know what they don't know, but right. I think the information overload. Uh, sometimes discourages people too early. They say, I, this is too much for me to process. Mm. But if we can break it That's down true. into bite-sized pieces, I think more and more people, especially the younger generation, who are looking for the advice and the information they want when they want it, I think is you know going to do nothing more than uh, continue. Then our next business venture, which launches at the end of this year, uh, will, is looking to capture all the different franchise brands around the world and put them into one place. So it's, it's, we're, we're, we're looking forward to uh, a future. And franchising is going nowhere but growing, you know, as you right on a long time, too, the number of franchise opportunities. And the world's getting to be a smaller place. I think you're going to find a yeah. lot of opportunities coming in and going out of, of different marketplaces and different countries uh, accessible to more people. That's fantastic. What's the best way, Chris, for our listeners to get <clears throat> more information on FranchiseTeacher.com? Obviously, FranchiseTeacher.com, but any numbers you'd like them to call or email addresses? Well, actually, I, I, we appreciate uh, you know, www.FranchiseTeacher.com. And okay. my, my business partner, Dave, and I offer them the free one-hour consultation. Fill out the form oh, and great. take advantage of it. That's fantastic. I want to thank you again, Chris, for I, you know, finally coming on the show, you know, it, it's, I've been following your career for a long time now, you know, and I have just been very impressed with with, with everything that you've done, you know. So when I, when I saw this, I, I mentioned to you we don't typically um, call people to come on the show, you know, but but I had to have you specifically on the show. So it was an honor and a privilege to have you on the show today, Marty Ditto. And again, congratulations on your um, uh, PhD, Doctor. I have read your thesis, and I would recommend it reading if people can get oh, through that's uh, the information. I really appreciate that you read it, too, because that, that, that's an honor coming from you. So that's fantastic. Well, I want to thank you again, Chris. Thank and we'll you. And we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. <laughs> 